And hello, welcome again to the Bike Rage Podcast. We've got Adam Kafaris here, who's he's been a feature on a couple of earlier podcasts. Adam, how are you today? I'm going very well, thank you, uh, all things considered. Um, but good to be back again and looking forward to the chat. Today, Adam and I were just talking off air, um, planning what we might actually share with you guys today. And, and Adam was talking about being in the office and even having a number of activities and tasks that is multitasking and it was something that kind of resonated with me even with what I'm working on at the moment and I'm sure a lot of you listeners can relate the idea of kind of success habits and really managing kind of yeah managing priorities and really being able to effectively perform and I, I feel that was something that we can really talk about today Ed so do you feel like sharing before we get into the to the nuts and bolts of what we're dealing with at the moment, a lot, a lot of people. What have you, I guess, in the past? What, what have you utilised to develop that success mindset and really to help you continually achieve goals? The, something um, that jumps out for me initially is something like your chartered accountancy program, the CA program itself, which is a high level accounting study. I, um, for listeners might not be aware, Adam has excelled in this this program but it's something that I, I did have a lot of challenges with completely myself because when I was in the office in the corporate environment um, this was something that had to be done in addition to corporate work full-time work so from that sense it was very much about managing um, your time effectively and also having this kind of yeah a, perhaps also connected to beliefs of reality which is something that uh, I, I really relate to seeing yourself as being able to achieve this really kind of and building the right tools and resources around achieving that goal so is that something you could build upon that yeah definitely definitely and i think you would know um, and most people who know me would know that i'm very driven and very focused and i've always seen myself as being a high achiever so that certainly helps me um, because i've always got that mindset and drive and motivation to do well um, but then at the same time, you need to sort of put your expectations of yourself together with reality. So sometimes things might not you know, go in our favour, but just because that happens doesn't mean that we can't refocus ourselves or improve ourselves and get better. Um, I'm not perfect at everything. If I wasn't, that would be really good, <laughs> but I'm not. So there's always things for me to improve on. And I find that that's also a motivating factor in in being successful in identifying your weaknesses or areas you can improve on and improving on those. And that's not to say that we have to be perfect with everything, um, but as long as we've got the right skills to be able to complement that, I think that's going to go a long way to helping us achieve what we want to achieve in life and in business or you know in sport whatever the 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 field might be i feel that's really really valuable lads and uh, a couple of themes that really jumped out for me there from what you're talking about is this almost a self-fulfilling prophecy with with mindset and uh, i'm someone that can simply relate to a high achiever you know and and success being a a space where even the fact that we're not satisfied it can be here and, and the, the, we're not perfect can actually be a, a prompt to want to grow and develop more and there's, so there's this mm-hmm. natural almost like a 
I haven't got a big science background, but we talked about the congenital versus acquired, um, and it's kind of like there's an intuitive. You kind of built that way from one level that you want to continually grow and develop, and there's a capacity for mm-hmm. learning. But there's also this sense with resiliency as well that connected to that from that not just having this innate desire, but also a kind of a when you actually start having success in what you've designed towards, and, and whether it might be business success, academic success, quite often it could be a sporting success as well, where you you might have a, a kind of the goal to to do something beyond your comfort zone maybe you were a runner you wanted to run a 5k's and it was something you hadn't done before but when you you kind of work towards that goal and you were able to achieve that it created this kind of belief around that you're actually able to achieve your goals and so that self-fulfilling prophecy is that the, the more you achieve the more you tend to believe that you can achieve them and then you there's almost this sense of wonder that it's a is it really almost about the actions or the all the kind of incessant actions to do that or is it about the belief that if i believe i can achieve something um everything will kind of align with me to uh, to be on that goal there will be actions in alignment with that but it's almost like you, you make the decision or what i call the intention something that I've, I've come across a lot lately but just by having the intention it's almost like a lot of the behaviors almost align with that and, and you found that when you've kind of had made this decision that you've wanted to do something that there's been things that are kind of assisted in that goal i agree 100 with what you've, you've just, just spoken about i think one of the things that we do as as humans is like you said there's the intent but there's also the choice so for example we have the choice to take on challenges we have the 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 choice to take on difficult situations and if we want to go and take that next step then it's the choice that we've made so we feel more empowered to go ahead and you know succeed yeah because it's almost like yeah i think I think that's a really good point. That it's almost a self-empowering choice, isn't it? Yeah. When it's something... like we could sit there and say, "This is difficult. I don't want to approach it." Yeah. And you're, or you're automatically condemning yourself to fail. Yeah. Take that approach where, yes, I want to take this head on. I might succeed. I might fail, but I'm willing to give it a go. And nine times out of ten, you'll actually succeed. And it's because you've been willing to take that step and go ahead. Wow. I think, I think that's really, though, for what you're saying there, and it's something I haven't really considered, um, it's like you own your goal, you know, and it might be something like... Exactly right. Let's say, and I can relate again to my CA, you know, uh, like <laughs> for it. when I first began that program, I, I feel, and perhaps that's connected with what I'm doing now, I'm very much um, creative, I, I write books, I, I produce content like what we're creating here today, so I didn't necessarily, even though I, and I wrote about this in my first book, I didn't, even though I had an accounting degree, I was working in an accounting office, I'd been there for at least six months, I still didn't see myself as an accountant because I was nurturing this dream to write one day. So when this prompt came to do extra study in chartered accountancy, which I really struggled with, I felt big part of the struggle is I resented it. I didn't own the goal. I didn't see it as something necessarily for me. I saw it as something I had to do in the workplace to 
to get ahead to to earn, to um, receive the certain level of remuneration, which would eventually help towards my other goals, which they did. But it was also this, I feel a big part of the resistance is seeing that it's not my goal. So it's funny that even just by actually changing the mindset and of actually saying, no, this is something I want to work towards. And it might be something that someone's kind of, it might be like a parent who, Obviously, if your parents want you to succeed at academia, mm-hmm. and they and they they really, but if I'm kind of doing it solely for them, um, I kind of also you're blocking myself off the mind. If you could actually say that this is something I want to achieve for me, I want to go on a diet because not because I want to attract this beautiful, amazing partner. That might be a product of it. I want to go on a diet and really um, nurture my body and exercise. It's going to feel good for me, and and it seems to ha- create that effect. The last thing I want to say, just to what we talked about, Adam, I really I'd like to take it in and, and further that what kind of problem around that intention is that there's this book that really inspired me. A lot of people may have, have come across it. It's one of the, the top 10, or I think top 15 books of all time. But again, I hadn't really heard of it until I started aligning more with goals. It's called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. And it's in many ways a very simple allegorical book, but there's a lot of it's a, a affect a lot of entertainers, artists, creatives. I know Oprah Winfrey, um, the, the musician Pharrell, uh, even I think Fifty Cent is actually read. And there's a and it's all the Adam and I laughing because you do have a bit of a shared interest in pop. And I've actually I've actually just listened to um, oh hustle harder, hustle smarter. And my last week's podcast was kind of theme around that with hip hop and the idea of the kind of challenges and, and 50 Cent having a bit of a more of a business mindset. But again, even though he was an entertainer, he still had very much goal driven. He saw himself as a rapper. He saw himself as successful as getting the money, you know. And and that's that kind of that drove that behaviour. But what I bring up around the alchemist is that it's often quoted. There's a lot of beautiful quotes in that, and it's very much about going after your dreams treasure but one of the motifs that really connected um for me and a lot of these other entertainers is when you have make this decision or we have this intention about the goal whatever goal it is the universe conspires to support you in that goal so it's kind of whatever if you just believe that you can achieve it and you and you take it on primarily is it's a goal that you've owned like what you just talked about and not for me See, Charlie accounting didn't really feel that for me. So I, I'm, I'm the universe is not really conspiring to help me because I'm not really wanting subconsciously. I'm also sabotaging that goal because the, it's about aligning with that. If you have a dream, if you have the, something that you want to work towards and you believe you can achieve it, the universe will align with it. So, in that sense, it is having that intention. And then, kind of, what's the intention made to? But it might be to succeed in, in, in a corporate office. I want to, I want to be, become chartered accountant because I can see the real value I've got to create for clients. It's something that can be valuable. Then it's almost like once you make the decision, you attract all the resources, like Paolo Coelho talks about, to achieve that dream. No, I agree 100% with that. And I've found through my experience over time when I first started. I wasn't 100% sure if accounting was for me either. And it got to that point about a year and a half in where I sort of had to make that decision whether I wanted to continue or not. And I ended up making the decision that I did want to continue. But it was more about 
personal growth mm. and you know building my business um, business skills and business sense and all those things that come with it not necessarily you know just to bank a paycheck or not just to say I have a job that's secure it was more about me personally and I found that that was able to get me through that difficult period in that I was able to switch my mindset around and it wasn't a negative thing it was a positive thing and it was more about me growing me learning new skills and by way of that that helped me progress further and, and obviously those goals came along with it completing CA um, you know moving up the ranks as well so it all sort of to, to fall in place and it felt like like you mentioned there that the universe was providing that framework for me to do that in yeah it works in funny ways destiny well, as they say <laughs> you know what, even, even what you just talked about again Adam, <laughs> around the funny ways and coming what you reminded me of also and even I, I can relate this to my writing um, sometimes we might have a goal where we are, are working towards something that we think we want but what's really happening is that we're getting aligned with something that might actually be not necessarily on the horizon yet but we we kind of don't necessarily know that and so sometimes you know you might be on a journey where yeah you're, you're, you're wanting to raise a family you want to have a, a beautiful home and and there's also wanting to kind of have a career that supports that home but to really be in alignment with that home and that family sometimes it's about kind of what is it that you're going to have to actually achieve or, or kind of be in that mindset to have that family that that outcome it's probably going to be a, a a job that actually provides a level of prosperity but if there's also mm-hmm. the sense that if you're wanting to have the family for the sake of it's someone told well that the great Australian dream or the great American is to own your own home and, and that you're doing it because that's what you're, you're told to do if it doesn't feel necessarily in alignment it's, you, yeah you want to have the family there might be certain challenges that you have to go through kind of to get to that point first and sometimes they can it might feel like you're actually moving away from your goal and even having those things come up where you might like a year and a half in you're not sure about what's this to me it can actually reframe the goal it can say well yeah i do want that child accounting but maybe maybe more than purely just the to have it for the greatest right to, to get that great job title and that and the, and the home maybe it's about also be you know developing my skill sets to actually be able to identify what particular niche can be could i offer value in so maybe i'm I've never already uh, these corporate interests already, but maybe there's something else I can offer which I'm not even aware of. But I know that if I align with this at least a short-term goal, that might provide a kind of a, a, a segue to a, a longer-term goal that might not be on the horizon. For me, I, I, I kind of, without talking too much, because I really want to hear more from you on this, I get, again, related to my writing journey in the Chartered Accountancy that um, my first book, I, I released it last year and I probably had a dream to write when I was 18. Like, so that, that's uh, 20 years really to bring that first book to fruition. And I kind of was very passionate about reading and writing, but that was a dream for me. Um, and when I went to university, I continued that with accounting and and doing a lot of writing. And, and But it got to that point where I started that first job and I had that resentment around it because I felt like I wasn't in that writing space anymore like I've, I've walked away from my dream but not realizing that 
the experiences that I, I therefore had over the next eight to ten years in the, the corporate life and with relationships, that became the fuel for my book. That, that was the fuel for my writing. So even though I might not have been physically writing a, um, a book or typing a book, writing or creative pursuits often not necessarily about you know, picking up the paintbrushes or, or writing. It's about living life and, mm. and not necessarily to know where the inspiration comes. So it's almost like if you see yourself in that space, you see yourself as an entrepreneur, you see yourself as a writer, you might not be physically making multi-million dollar deals or, or, or signing books at a bookshop, but all the practices around that kind of are already in place. You're, you're actually living, for someone like my experience, I was living the experiences which would would go on to become the, the book that I'm very passionate about, and perhaps for you, with your with your entrepreneurial uh, assets and skills, you're also meeting those challenges, and you are dealing with those challenges right now. They're actually helping you continue to grow and develop. No, that's exactly right. And the way I look at it is, everything that we've experienced so far is only going to help us push forward into the next phase of our life, whatever that may be. For me, it might be in five years time I go and start my own accounting firm mm. I could continue to work at the same the same place that I've been at for the last seven years for another 10 years I really don't know but I feel like that's going to help me everything that I've done so far will help me move forward into that next stage of stage of life or next stage of my career it's interesting too that you mentioned the the, the changing of goals and I feel like we're pressured so much even from kids oh. for example, at age 16 we have to decide what we want to do for a living at age 16 when we've never experienced the real world yeah. you know we haven't had a job we've barely even studied a, a, a subject in high school I did accounting and then obviously I went to university and did the same thing oh. first job that I did or first task I did I should say when I became an accountant was do a tax return I didn't do any tax returns whatsoever <laughs> up until that time. Yeah. I feel like there's so much pressure on us to have a goal and to be focused on that one single thing that by the time we get there, who knows if it's going to be right for us. I feel like we need to yeah. focus on having a goal, but that shouldn't be the, the be-all and end-all. Things change over time. You know, We as people, we, in a 10-year period, we change very much. So it, it wouldn't be unreasonable that your goals over that time would change as well, particularly like you mentioned with a family. You know, as you get older, you want to have a family and that might mean that you have to focus on that more than having a, you know, a high paying job or a, a, a job that requires a lot of your time and effort. And that might be something that changes over time too. So you still have a goal and your previous goal, you know, is, is still in play, but it's not so heavily... Uh, focused on uh, yeah i feel everything you're sharing there is yeah really valuable like i i, I mean goals do shit and even the stuff what you talked about around children and i had a similar experience i think i, I might have done accounting year nine or year 10 and i did it a little bit in year 12 and i was okay at it um but it was just kind of that like i, I kind of talked about it a little bit of last week's podcast and i, I kind of i said it without i made their important no, not, not to be disrespectful particularly of myself and, and other accounting colleagues but I know for me not necessarily feeling that business oriented or even having that great skill with child accountancy that, that you had I kind of felt like part of me maybe choosing chose accounting for 
it was seen as reliable and a bit of a safe option for me. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I felt like I, I chose it because I had a bit of a fear of, yeah, exactly what you talked about the 16 year What What do I do that is going to make my parents happy or I'm going to have create that family, have those goals? I, I picked something that would be safe for me and you know that I, I yes I had some level of proficiency but ultimately and I've come to in the particularly last few years uh, and even before I, I, I finished up work in the corporate space I've come to this understanding that sometimes what's safe isn't necessarily what is successful either we, we actually mm-hmm. there's almost like something within us and I, I've actually bumped into a few uh, when I go out for exercise I've bumped into a few kids studying at the moment doing their VCE I spoke to one yesterday at the shops and it's not they're not necessarily doing it either he talked about you know he's actually he, he studies um, near my home and but they're not all they're not at the schools anymore they have to do it online and he said it was strange that he was so used to getting up early, six or seven o'clock, in the bus to to, um, to to school, and it got you in that space where you're around those people and you have you're motivated. But now, when you're kind mm-hmm. of getting up at eight thirty, nine o'clock, or whatever it is, there's almost this lethargy that you, you can lose that motivation. You're not in that that, that mindset anymore, and and he's kind of had those challenges. And I kind of said to him around the idea, of, you know, energy creates energy. Sometimes you've got to do something a little bit uncomfortable um, to kind of and, and that can also be related to the goals but um, the last thing I'd like to say around this as before I, I, get, I put it back to you is I've also found that and this is connected to I've listened to an audio book recently called Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss and Tim Ferriss is a, a, a one of America's leading podcasters he's kind of equivalent of Joe Rogan but they're a very much business entrepreneurial mindset so I, I could definitely recommend him, and he, not only him, but I've also even within the spiritual creative space, he, he basically tapped the um, the IP, the knowledge of all these successful entrepreneurs, billionaire investors, and and artists, creatives, and a common theme, a lot of common themes developed, and, and part of it was a lot of them actually had some form of spiritual practice, whether they were multi-millionaires or billionaires or athletes. There was some type of mindfulness practice that a lot of them actually had in the morning. But in addition to that, and they, and they did have that kind of those goals that they were particularly working towards goals, they also didn't see the fulfillment of the goal as the success. So they actually looked at the, the steps on, on the journey towards that goal are just as important as the goal itself because even from a, a spiritual perspective, um, whether it's like I talk about the home, the, the partner, the job, and for me, I can relate to that or the marriage. If you're working towards, you know, you played in the big wedding, that's got a great up, you work it up towards that, then your wedding, then the wedding's happened, and now I'm going to be happy, or now I've got the house, or now I've, I've got the job title. And if you haven't felt fulfilled and inspired on every step of the journey, and you, and you look to that future outcome as the what was going to provide that success it, it might provide a fleeting moment of gratitude but if it wasn't in alignment with all the additional steps it could be very much temporary and fleeting yeah then you, you look for something you try to replace that with something else so for these teachings of tim ferris and a lot of others success and goals are what we talked about even the 16 year old kid 
who's, who's looking towards when he's already finishing. He hasn't even finished high school yet. He's been asked to put his electives in. It's very hard for them to identify what you know what's actually going to make them happy when they're looking for something so far ahead. And it's and and, and the path does you know weave and change many times, like a Paolo Coelho story where you don't necessarily have all the answers at, at the start, but if you can actually, even if it, whatever goal it is, and it kind of comes as an impulse, and, and from my perception of you, you've always, like we talked about with CA, and you speak your truths, and you, and you kind of, you are focused on that present, and that I think that's a strength why you've been able to kind of get through CA, you kind of, one week, one module, one at the time, and you were there present in that space, but I think partly for me, I was looking at it to Oh, once I get that done, I can do that. I, I wasn't enjoying the, the steps of the journey. So for me, uh, I'm interested in what you feel. Success, for one definition, is is not so much your success once you have achieved that out there. Success is a successful present moment. Being present in the in that in that step or that whatever action or, or state it is that it's aligning you towards that goal. And that doesn't matter what goal that is. And that's why success isn't necessarily big money um, or you know sporting success or apprenticeship it's about a successful how do you feel in each in each step of the journey i can relate to that completely and i think one of the important things um in regards to success and goals and things like that is if you're not enjoying that process then is that goal something that you really want or is it something that you really need to you know as you mentioned you weren't enjoying the CA, whereas I enjoyed it completely. Maybe it's just I'm weird like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was something I enjoyed doing, also, studying, and yeah. But you did enjoy, and that was exactly it. And it, you, when you're not in alignment with those goals, if you're kind of aware of that, if you're present and you actually listen to those impulses, that intention, you will get that feedback, can't you? And then it's like, okay, so does this mean like what you talked about earlier? Am I? Am I still in alignment with that goal on one half years in, or, or you know, or should I actually just, you know, maybe I just need to keep going with this and see where, it, and that's what you did, didn't you? You just kind of sat with it. Exactly right. I think it's all about. I think you know, like deep down, you know, there's that feeling of yes, this is what I want to do, or there's that feeling of no, that's not what I want to do, and it's hard to into words but I think we all feel it at some point yeah. that something that's either drawing us in or pushing us back it's almost intuitive for me and, and I never would have used that word at the time because I was very <laughs> forward oriented but it is that way isn't it it's almost like that mm-hmm. you kind of feel it really more than know it so much yeah and then you know going back to the, the kids at high school for example they might feel like it's not for them but like you said they're pressured by parents and things like that and and you've got kids going and spending you know two years of high school another four years of uni or potentially more and then into the workforce and you think well there's half of your 20s gone and then do they you know do they then go and change careers similar to what you've done it's all about understanding yeah where you're going and what you want and if you do have that feeling of foreboding or something like that then you do act on it uh, your goals shouldn't be fixed they should be constantly fluid mm, I think that's a really, just, a really great quote that's 
I'll, I'll copyright it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may have heard it before, but it was a, it was a, it was a, slight, it was a slight adjustment. But <laughs> I'll take credit I, for I, it. I feel, maybe as a concluding note, before we kind of wrap up, um, yeah, not only that the goals are full, but what, and from my own perspective, and, and what, and touch brilliant to what you said, how you feel, you kind of know. This is where there might be some people listening to this might be feeling a bit of confusion where they're in a situation where they might not and might not feel exactly what like what they want to do like for me I, I knew i wanted to write but at the same time you know a big part of my challenges was actually not paying my attention to the immediate task in front of me that you know do the accounting work throw it up stop stop pretending you're better than anyone else because you're actually think you'll be you'll be getting a book done or get something done in the future pay attention to the present and focus on the present activities and and even though you might have this goal and or dream maybe the fact that you actually mean you're in a different space it might not be a clear linear path towards that but if you're feeling like maybe i'm meant to be here and that's kind of how i felt the biggest resistance i felt was probably trying to fight it if i just didn't accept it okay i'm exactly where I need to be in order to, which will lead to what I'm going to be working for in the future. It might be 10 years down the path, but if you can accept that, like what you just talked about, this feels right for now. I don't know where it's exactly going to go, um, but I'm going to acknowledge that that present step. You, you can kind of already just, you get out of your, that destructive mind pattern that tells you, oh, what if I hadn't done this or had done that? It doesn't matter if you have to change careers or, or, you know, sometimes the challenges you experience actually are providing you with an area of interest that will help you take that into your new career. And even maybe the ch- the challenges of having to rebuild again is actually what might be what sustains you to that new entrepreneurial path. So is there anything mm-hmm. else you'd like well, to add? Um, uh, just, just to add to that, I think, uh, and relating this to the corporate world, you know, within the accounting profession, even there's so many job changes over over a career, and you know we see it on a yearly basis that people come in, people move out. That's not, or that shouldn't be a deterrent to those seeking, for example, to become a director of a firm. That's your goal, but it might mean that you need to, you know, deviate from your your path or your plan to get there. Like it's to become a director in a in a big mid tier firm like I'm in, for example, is quite difficult. So in order for me to get there, it might mean that I have to sidestep one way to progress my career even further if I get to a point where I can't go any further where I am now. Or it might even be that I need to take a step back. But I've still got that end goal in mind. And if that's the way that I need to go or that's the way that life takes me in order to get there, then that's not a bad thing either. Roll with the punches and... You know, continue to grow, continue to, to do everything you can to better yourself and eventually you'll, you'll, you'll end up there, especially if you believe that you can. I think that's the most important thing. I think that's a great way to conclude, Adam. So thanks again for being a part of this. I really appreciate it. I hope your listeners really got a lot of value out of, out of this. Like I said, Adam's something that, Adam's something and someone who really inspires me and, he, and yeah, I feel it's important to talk about this and we haven't really touched on it in relation to the current environment. I feel like we have talked about that in, in previous um, podcast episodes. We might talk about that more later. But as Adam said, I feel you know the mindset and the belief is really essential around this and also being willing to, to pivot 
like what Adam's talking about. It's a, a common term these days. You kind of, you, you might have that goal to be a director, but and it might not be a clear linear path because there might be someone in front of you uh, or a different thing. But that might mean taking on a different study or moving in a different direction or a different. And it's not always clear, but if you're willing to kind of follow those impulses, you'll get to where you need to be. So thanks again, everybody, and thanks again, Adam. Thank you for having me. And we'll be talking again very soon. Bye for now.